Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. Hello. This is the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast, and I'm your host, Ellie Nieves. I'm the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, where I develop seminars and webinars to help high-achieving women to show up, speak up, and step up in their careers. To learn more, please visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com, or you can visit the Leadership Strategies for Women page on Facebook. Today, we're talking about partnerships. There is incredible power of partnerships based on mutual respect and formed by extending trust. You know, true partnership is about identifying shared value and leveraging the combined strengths of each partner to achieve a level of impact that cannot be accomplished independently. Partnerships founded on trust and respect foster an explosion of creativity and um, is a multiplier effect that can transform your life. So here to talk to us today about unlocking the power of partnership is Linda Fisk. Linda is a speaker, an author, and a university professor dedicated to amplifying and extending the success of other high caliber business leaders. She is the co-founder of Lead Her Ship Global, a community of unstoppable women enhancing their leadership blueprint and embracing their power to be the best version of themselves in work and in life. In a leadership global, Linda supports and guides ambitious creative women to move in their direction of their purpose, their mission, and their dreams with powerful connections, critical support, practical tools, and valuable resources. Linda has a PhD and a master's degree in clinical psychology and, was, and has written extensively on the subjects of social comparison, depression and anxiety, subjective well-being, and personality theory with a focus on relating scientific research to commonly understood concepts. Currently, Linda is interested in the psychology of influence, persuasion, and negotiation. Linda, welcome to the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a guest on what is absolutely one of my favorite podcasts available for women leaders. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Linda. The uh, respect and the admiration is mutual here. You are a phenomenal leader. You have an incredible background. You've dedicated so much of your time and your resources to helping to develop other women. So we are kindred spirits. And (laughs) Linda, I would just love to learn more about you as a person. You've got so many accomplishments, but tell us something about you that we don't already know. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, I think in every life, you have to have a combination of both grit and grace. And I am um, a product of 
grace from others who have allowed me to make mistakes, to make missteps, and to stand up and move forward with integrity and with sort of the accumulation of learning from those missteps, and also grit, the idea of being able to be mentally tough during the tough times, being able to really have a sense of focus and commitment on long-term objectives that are really critical to enacting the kind of vision that I have for my life. And I would invite all women that are listening to this podcast to think about your areas of grit and your areas of grace that you can extend to others and that you can integrate into your own life. I love that grit and grace. I just, I I love that phrase. And it's so true. So much of Becoming a leader means to fall on occasion and have grace with yourself as well, right? Just to be able to pick yourself back up and go again. So, so what, what made you start working to help advance women? You know, I think that there are dozens of remarkable leadership organizations um, available to leaders, both men and women. Um, but what I have found is that women have unique areas of focus that really define them. For instance, women really struggle with their sense of confidence that is almost unique to our gender in that we suffer from the imposter syndrome, from a lack of confidence, from a lack of belief in our own worth, much more so than men. And so I really felt led to create Um, almost a legacy, if you will, of women that really felt bold and passionate and confident enough to, as you say, step up and step into their power. And so we really tried to accelerate the success of all women by helping them define their vision, grow their leadership, expand their influence, and leave a lasting legacy, and really battle some of the unique challenges that women face, not just Um, discrimination and harassment and some of those more obvious challenges that face women in the workplace or can face women in the workplace. But we really wanted to also focus on helping to build up the confidence of women, help them get access to the resources that will help them fuel their purpose and fuel their vision for their definition of what success looks like. So tell me, how did you launch your organization and when? So um, again, we really felt passionately about this idea of embracing the purpose of high-performing women to positively impact and accelerate their success, however they define success by integrating self-directed learning uh, as well as impactful group experiences. And then importantly, um, confidential and supportive coaching and mentoring. And we really felt like it was the combination of self-directed learning, impactful, influential networking and powerful small group experiences together with coaching and mentoring that really would unlock sort of the passion of these high-performing women. And so we began this experiment a couple of years ago, very informally with um, groups of about, 
I think it started with maybe 500 women and then grew to 1,000 and 2,000. And we're now up to about 5,000 women that um, meet on almost a weekly basis to talk about the challenges that they're facing, the opportunities that they're embracing. And we help those members connect and really be able to accelerate their vision of success. Just this year, we we passed our 10,000 member mark, which is amazing. And although we are certainly not the biggest, organization for women leaders, I do believe that we are one of the most impactful um, groups, communities of women leaders because of the way that women are supporting each other within Leadership Global. That's wonderful. So Linda, you are very passionate about collaborative partnerships. How do you define partnerships? Yeah. Um, You know, you did such a beautiful job at the top of the hour, sort of defining the incredible power of partnerships. And what you said, I think, is so important that first, it has to be based on mutual respect. And that mutual respect is often founded by extending trust, even before it's earned. It's about extending trust to the person that you're engaged with. And it's also about ensuring that you have a uniform and shared vision of what success looks like. So true partnership really is more than just collaboration. It's about moving to a relationship that involves co-creation and really co-elevation. It's about embracing a shared vision of what success looks like and really recognizing the skills, the attributes, the characteristics, and the value that each person in the partnership brings to that partnership. And by allowing there to be a bit of grit and grace, grit in terms of being steadfast in what that vision of success looks like, but grace in allowing for each partner to make a misstep and to work together to ensure that you have that breakthrough before you have a relationship breakdown. So to really ensure that you are both committed to the partnership and to each other, to enable breakthroughs, to recognize the power, the characteristics, the qualities, the experiences and expertise of each partner and what they bring to that partnership. And by extending trust and knowing that the person that you are in partnership with has value that will allow for a level of success that you could never have achieved on your own. So what are the core values of a true partnership? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, I believe that the core values of an effective partnership include First and foremost, equity and respect. It's acknowledging the value that each partner brings to the partnership. It's about ensuring that the partnership is built on harnessing each partner's key strengths and providing a respectful relationship for that um, partnership to grow and flourish. The second core value that I think is just so important in partnership is this idea of having a true, genuine commitment. This comes um, with good faith. It talks about extending trust. So having a genuine commitment is based on extending trust and providing good faith 
to the uh, to the partner and to the partnership. It's about keeping the focus on creating a partnership with a shared vision of success and a shared definition of success and being committed to that. And being able to, again, when things get tough, when things become a little bit rougher in that partnership, being able to have a very open dialogue around those hard conversations, but never giving up on the person that you are committed to and the partnership that you've created. So in a lot of ways, this sounds like a marriage. And in a marriage, it is very much a partnership. But you know, partnership can also be two departments that are working together. It can be two different um, houses of the same company that are coming together. It can be two separate organizations, or it can be two people or two teams. But I think in all forms of partnership, the third core value that I would really focus on is this idea of transparency, openly sharing information, maintaining clear lines of communication, having really honest discussions around difficult issues, especially at the beginning of that partnership. And as I noted at the very beginning, I, I got to tell you that this idea of grit and grace is really critical being patient and yet being persistent. Being patient creates a space for the partners to have a breakthrough and not a breakdown during difficult times. Being patient is about extending trust and also ensuring that you are um, providing respect to your partner. But you also have to ensure that along with patience, you're also creating a sense of tenacity, persistence, grit towards the long-term objective that you both have agreed on. So you talk about there being eight factors for a good partnership. What are those eight factors? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, you know, I think that all the eight key factors are designed to answer the question very simply, are we better off together than we are apart? Are we better off together in partnership where we are each bringing our strengths, our experiences, our expertise to this partnership so that we really can have this multiplier effect, this explosion of creativity and productivity? Or are our separate areas of expertise so similar and so overlapping that in fact there isn't an opportunity for us to bring a very separate perspective to the partnership. So the key factors that I think that everyone should consider before they enter into a partnership is one, define the key issues that the partnership will tackle and make sure that you are very clear um, about what that shared definition of success looks like. And make sure that both partners are committed to transparency, openly sharing information and maintaining clear lines of communication. And that you have those tough, difficult conversations around the key issues that the partnership is going to tackle before you enter into a, um, a more formal partnership. Two, determine if the partnership is the right choice. There's a lot of ways that you can organize work, and it doesn't always have to take the form of a partnership, although I have found a partnership to be an incredibly powerful way to accelerate success. 
Third, identify what the partnership needs in order to be successful. Does it need funding? Does it need championship? Do you need an ally? Do you need some sort of advocate in the C-suite? Is there some sort of outside funding source that you need to tap into to make that partnership successful? So really identify what those key areas of need are before you enter into the partnership, as well as a process to be able to to create those um, those those outside relationships or um, areas of support, and then fourth, think about where to make the approach uh, for the partnership. You know, you have to be very intentional if you are going to be reaching out to someone to create a partnership. You have to be very intentional and really understand why you're choosing that person to enter into a partnership with what they bring to the table, what their unique value is, and what your definition of success looks like. And then you have to be very careful about when you make that approach. Make sure that there is enough time. Make sure that it is a formal ask. Make sure that is not an off-the-cuff remark, but it is a very thoughtful and very genuine, authentic approach. And then you know, ensure that you're asking the hard questions. What is their definition of success? What is their commitment to the partnership? What do they believe needs to happen for that partnership to be successful? Next, investigate both at the operational and personnel level exactly what needs to happen to ensure success. Do you need weekly reports? Do you need monthly check-ins? Do you need outside support? Are there teammates that you need to ask to come into the partnership with you? And then lastly, assess the risks and rewards at the partnership. Ensure that you really are finding partnerships that emphasize transformation over transaction to kind of achieve the scale and depth of impact that you're looking for to catalyze real and substantive change and really look at the risk associated with that kind of transformational change and the rewards and make sure that that um, your partner shares your viewpoint about the definition of success, the risks associated with the partnership and the rewards. That's wonderful, Linda. Thank you so much for sharing all that wonderful information. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, I am very active on LinkedIn. You are really welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. I try to be as responsive as I possibly can. And you'll find me at Linda Fisk on LinkedIn, um, or you're welcome to reach out to me on my website, leadhershipglobal, leadhershipglobal.com. There's many links there to jot me a note or provide feedback, and I would love to hear from you. So again, Ellie, I got to tell you, it is just such an honor to be on your podcast. I think the work that you're doing to lift women up to support them, to provide to them the resources, the kind of um, incredible tools that you're providing is just, um, it's inspiring. And so thank you for allowing me to be part of your podcast. Well, Linda, wonderful leaders like you make this easy. Uh, it's wonderful to be able to uh, create a platform for a, a wonderful leader such as yourself to help to educate our listeners with such wonderful information that they can put to work right away. This is the type of information that they can open the door of their office and just start working collaborative, collaboratively with others with such great strategies uh, to put into place. 
And thank you so much, uh, Linda, again, for educating our listeners today. You've given them a lot of insight, a lot of perspective that they can use to get ahead in the workplace. Thank you so much, Ellie. And to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.